0: Hey home growers, Parker Curtis here from Homegrown Cannabis Co. Before Chronic gets into another awesome podcast, I have another free seed deal to let you guys know about over at Homegrown Cannabis Co. We're giving away four free lemon drizzle autoflower seeds with every order. The sought after indica heavy hybrid is the ultimate evening dessert filling your mouth with sweet flavors before sending you to bed. So head over to homegrowncannabiscode.com, fill your basket and use code LEMONS, that's L-E-M-O-N-S, at checkout. I'll be back later with some more info on this delicious strain. Enjoy the show
1: what's up you amazing listeners and viewers tuning in from whichever platform you like to get your podcast from i'm your host chronic from the cannabis chronicles on instagram and youtube and i'm back with another amazing episode this week of the homegrown podcast very unique episode if i do say so myself be sure to check out homegrowncannabisco.com if you want to browse their top Notch Cannabis Seeds, just like their new Durban Poison Autoflower they released and a lot of other really crazy, amazing new strains. So definitely check check them out. Hit that like button, that share button, that follow button from whichever platform you're from. You're on, you know, to show that love, not just a homegrown cannabis co, but to a very special guest today. Like I said, it's a unique kind of episode today. So I have a, a grower who isn't necessarily like a famous grower in a sense for me i love his page and i've been following him for a while and i think he makes some cool content and i'm excited to see his channel grow however i wanted to bring on some smaller faces smaller channels and get you guys listening to some seriously dedicated growers whose plants are extremely respectable and should be held up to the likes of veterans like kyle cushman without further ado i'm inter- introducing the one the only ruckus grow 420 from instagram and youtube and like you have like a facebook group and like all sorts of other crazy stuff so you're like you're doing big things so we're gonna break into that but uh thank you for coming on ruckus I really yeah appreciate
2: it. awesome thank you for having me man i'm super excited i've been uh actually watching your podcast for a long time uh pretty much since you started it and i followed you on youtube before that and followed your uh autoflower series of the reveg autoflower you're actually the reason why i got into <laughs> autoflowers so super excited to talk to you today about all that
1: well, hell yeah. We'll definitely get to chatting about some autoflowers. That makes me really giddy because uh, autoflowers are my favorite thing. And man, thanks for the longtime support and just all that fun stuff. I, It's been a long time and you've gotten to see all the censorships and random spurs the channel's gone through. So that's fun. That's very fun. So if, you, if you've listened to every episode or at least <clears throat> most of the interviews, you know I always ask the top three f- favorite strains that they're smoking on. So what's yours, man?
2: All right, so top three favorite for me would be, uh, right now, Motor Breath 15. I just got done growing that outdoors, and that has been a killer. Um, I also had some Gushers. Um, that was a cut from Ooh. I got from a local dispensary here in town. Um, and then the last one would be one of my own strains, the uh, Shamora's Dragon Breath that was featured on the uh, Dude's Grow show. Um, so that one's pretty good, too. And that's probably one of my, the top three that I have going right now.
1: Hell yes! I definitely wanted to ask you about your uh, your strain. Uh, you're gonna have to say the name again for me because that, so, that is a wild name. Yeah, but, so it's uh, let us know kind of like the cross and flavors. So
2: it's Shamora's Dragon's Breath. So it was actually a cross from a Shamora and a Motor Breath 15, which I did because um, I like that ah. Motor Breath 15 so much. And then um, a while back, we I inherited a lot of. Um, cuts and plants uh from my grandpa who had passed away um he had, he had been working on strains for about 20 years these were never released mm-hmm. and i got one uh, it was called maui maui dragon and uh, we ended up breeding that with the uh uh Shamora's, um dragon or whatever or the shimora's dr- motor breath i didn't really have a name for that at the time it was just kind of something i was working on and then so we. so you know, crossed all that, and then came out with the uh, Shamora's Dragon Breath, which is what is now on my, my uh, Instagram. Those are the pictures I posted the other day. We're actually currently working on doing a revedge on that as well. So we are going to try and fill a whole um, a whole tent with that, and then reseed it all
1: hell yeah it's a yeah. beautiful beautiful strain i definitely highly recommend all the listeners and viewers going and checking out his instagram um it's it's a gorgeous strain what are like the smells of it because it looks fruity. um in, it in really Japan. has it's a very
2: like really uh yeah it's kind of like um it's really interesting it's like a sweet but that like sweet breathy smell you know what i'm saying so it kind of has that motor ah. breath hint but it's like <laughs> super almost like you said it kind of like berry um the taste though is uh it's kind of hard to explain the taste to be honest with you i'd say it's really similar to kind of that gushers i have really sweet but kind of gassy at the same time it's kind of interesting
1: okay i always love those interesting flavors it's kind of like what runs does where it has that like gassy or skunky undertone and just kind of like punches you but it has a really fruity balance to it right that's that's nice i i actually really like that and uh now now i have to go into the backstory of what got you into growing so what actually got you into growing when did you oh oh did your video cut out look out like your... all right we'll just i'll just uh, pretty much reset that question okay no problem all right let me see if you're still recording give me a clap real fast did it take that I'm trying to make sure okay yeah, yeah your audio is still recording on our side all right matt sorry you're gonna have to do some work on this one buddy <laughs>
2: that's my bad all right let me get back into this i kind of live out in the middle of nowhere so the internet connection is not the best
1: it's okay uh we've had this a couple times like with nikki and swami and things like that so no worries um All right, so let me try to branch back into that. What the fuck did I say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, this is what happens when when these things happen. It's stoner brain over here. All right. Well, that sounds like an absolutely badass strain. And it sounds like you literally are growing some dang stuff over there. Now, I do have to ask you, how did you get into growing? Because you are growing some badass stuff. Have you been growing for many years? Were you a stoner in high school like most of us stoners? Or how did it go for you? Yeah,
2: so uh, I actually started, I've been growing on and off since I was 12 years old. (laughs) It's kind of interesting to say. Um, So like I said, I kind of come from a family of growers um but i started growing Hell like yeah. myself um about eight years ago um but what got me into it really like doing it on my own was i was you know like you said a stoner like you guys smoking throughout high school and stuff um and i was watching a guy on youtube his name was uh, custom grow 420 and he just got me in yes <laughs> yes a long time ago he just got me really into like you know the scene you know what i'm saying like watching him and Kind of got me into wanting to grow and so that's kind of what really busted me back into it and um, and then the whole breeding stuff the reason why i started doing that recently was uh <clears throat> mostly because i was watching the dude grow show um and mm-hmm. i don't remember who it was that came on but they were talking about how it's so satisfying to just make your own strains and your own creations and then put these out and then share it with people uh, just like it is growing your own weed and sharing it with people so i wanted to you know kind of experience that and try that out a little bit so that's what we're doing now
1: well hell yeah and it's kind of like an homage to your grandfather with this strain you're running which is really cool or yeah. it, was it your uncle or your grandfather, I it was, my grandfather. Sure my is it was my My memories correct my my condolences yeah. by the way i didn't want to interrupt you earlier but it really is really cool that you're kind of allowing his memory to live on through this badass strain, dude the, the pictures are fucking crazy of this strain It's definitely one of those strains that really is uh a very nice spectacle to see so i think he'd be very proud um and growing up did you grow auto flowers was there any like during that span of watching custom grow or um do you know did you find auto flowers later what did that passion kind of kick in for you
2: so autoflowers was uh, the last two years or so I started to some of your videos, mm. I believe. Um, and then, uh, after that I popped into, uh, I th- he just changed his name. Um, you had him on your show recently. Actually that's how I found him was on your show <coughs> autoflower guy, uh, basement autoflowers. There we oh. go. And so I started yes. watching him. Yes. And so you guys were the kind of the ones that got me into the autoflowers. Um, and so I actually started my first two, uh, back here, um, maybe, four months ago something like that so
1: hell yeah well that makes me excited i'm sure basement uh, Autoflowers will be really excited to hear that i'll have to reach out to him and be like yo we we got someone growing <laughs> but uh uh you know growing autos is always super fun and when you finally get into the revedging of stuff and or even just tampering with damn sorry matt it's gonna be a rough episode his video keeps cutting in and out can you hear me? I feel like you can hear me because your audio is there. Okay, you're back now. You're full back now. Okay. Awesome. All righty. Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry This episode I'm sorry is to be you, rough Matt. to edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a little clappy clap. I'll roll back into that. Uh, fuck, what was
2: I saying? <laughs> I was trying
1: to have to find the words that was a roll backwards so it's not like fucked up. Okay, there we go. I'm good. Oh, man. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when my train of thought was going. Sorry, dude. I just had a straight up stoner moment on that one. Sorry, Matt. Here's the real cut. Here's the clap. There you go. And yeah, auto flowers are absolutely like a, a lot of fun to run, especially if you're going to like tamper with them and breed them into your other strains. And I'm sure you're going to mess with that and kind of go about that. Um, it's actually really cool. I'll have to hit up uh, basement. Like I said, and, and tell them, yo, we, you know, we, we inspired someone to grow some autos. And when you finally get to revegging them, it's going to be really fun too. That's a whole other, experience a process in and of itself. And I know you uh you said you had mentioned that one video of Luna, the blueberry auto flower that I uh it was my it was to be fair, it was my fiance's auto flower that I just took control of and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do do funky things with this and I'm gonna try some stuff. So no that's always super fun. So now with growing and doing all that, I'm guessing custom grow 420 is kind of the guy who kind of got you into content creating or is there someone in particular that kind of sparked that like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna record, I'm gonna take some pictures, I'm gonna make Instagram or or do that what what kind of sparked that
2: so that was actually gonna be um, well I kind of did a little bit of content creating before uh, a not around um, cannabis I build cars as well um, and race them at the drag strip ah. and so I was trying to do a little bit of content cool. around that which is kind of where I started um, but what got me into doing this was actually you And the Dude Grow Show, I was watching you guys. And then I like really resonated with you and really resonated with uh, Scotty on the Dude Grow Show. And like, I don't know, something about you guys just saying, you know, go out there and do it. Put the content out, share the stuff, you know, put the word out there. I was like, all right, I'll go do it. You know, I live in a a state where it's legal. I can't, I'm not going to get in trouble. You know, I can get licensing, you know, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I might as well do it. And so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, hell yeah, man, that makes me smile. I'm going to have to hit up Scotty too and be like, yo, Scotty, we did it. (laughs) That's really cool that, you know, I I always do preach like, hey, record, you know, I I try to say every so often, you know, if you have the chances to record or content create, or even just post a picture of your grow, it's very satisfying to be a part of the community and share and show this plant and show that pretty much anyone can get into cannabis. Like you could have the dinkiest little grow inside of this micro little box and pull some really cool flower that people will be really impressed with. You could bonsai some plants. You could grow the biggest plants ever. You could grow just semi-average stuff. It doesn't matter what you grow. The community is actually really cool about that. So it makes me smile that you uh, you took up content creating and you're starting to grow your channels because it is really cool. Now, I do remember you said you had a Facebook group that, a Facebook group that's growing pretty heavily. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. I got banned on Facebook. so. Um, i'm not on facebook no more but uh how's that been with the community on facebook have you seen some pretty nice responses and stuff from the facebook group of growers you're you're building
2: yeah so i started one group actually about five years ago and it's currently at about eight point three thousand members um and growing Uh, we're (laughs) we're getting about 15 to 20 new members every day um very difficult to keep the scammers out of there you know there's a lot of scamming trying to go around on facebook but you know me and one other moderator we're uh, we're in there trying to keep it up and then i have another facebook group that we started about a year ago and it has uh 1.2 thousand members on it so the first one is like more of just uh it's called the ruckus grow 420 cannabis growers community so just like a bunch of people that i like you know just wanted to curate and kind of bring in and share their stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that I just started a year ago is actually a cannabis growing education where people can come in and ask questions. And Mm -hmm. we can, you know, we have some people in there that are experts and kind of come in and help people out. And uh, we also have a bunch of like discounts and cool deals. We do giveaways and stuff like that all the time in those groups as well, so. Well,
1: that's always fun. That's a super, it's always fun to have uh, Facebook groups and start building communities on um various platforms and getting people involved in growing and introducing like, especially like showcasing and highlighting different growers and things like that I always enjoy I I miss Facebook groups for that reason because I was I used to go through all of them and try to join them all and bring giveaways here and there and that was kind of like the fun thing I I I would say that stopped maybe like eight to ten months ago just because of the censorship on there but I would try to go and have fun with giveaways and things like that with Homegrown Cannabis going and just really just like spread the love. It, it was a lot of fun. So I'm sure you guys are having a ton of fun on there. Now, with that being said, I've kind of got the background story. I've kind of got the gist of your operation and kind of what you're starting and working and creating and building. And you also have a YouTube channel. Um, What have been some of the most favorite strains that you've grown throughout your time? Or what have been some of the coolest experiences you've had while growing? You know, since you have been growing at such a young age, that's a, honestly, it's kind of a bell curve age. Not many people get to grow at such young ages. Okay,
2: so I got like kind of two things. First, my favorite thing that I've done with growing is actually my first plant I ever grew. I'm actually from Florida. Uh, Pensacola is where I'm from. It's actually tattooed on my arm right here. Um, and so uh, <laughs> yeah. when I was younger, when I was about 12 years old, when I first planted my very first plant, I built a tree house in a tree in my backyard. And at the top of this tree, somebody had like topped it like you would like a, a weed plant. And it had gr- started growing like two more tops out of it. Well, in the center where it had topped, there was a like a basically a bowl that was just like, you know, like basically where it was like rotted out. And so I hauled dirt up there, filled the hole with dirt, planted a seed in there and grew my first one in the top of a tree about 50 to 100 feet up where nobody could see it because it's surrounded by green, you know, just kind of trimmed the branches above it. So it got good light. That was my first ever experience growing. And I feel like nobody's ever really done something like that. thought it was really cool. You know, growing in my parents' backyard, they had no idea it's there. The neighbors can't see it. You know, it was pretty awesome. And then what i've been liking recently is uh i've been getting into a lot of the like low stress training and stuff like that and i just like i'm doing um like an exposed root system over here and kind of experimenting with that this one back here is kind of like a little bonsai almost because what we're doing with this one (laughs) so you know just kind of training the plants to do what i want them to do and learning how to do all that like even better is is just super fun to me you know making these artwork pieces is kind of what i call it out of pot plants is just it's awesome
1: yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. And hey, viewers and listeners, you just got a really cool, fun story. So there's really most of the, the times anyone grows, grows in trees, they haul pots or like, you know, they wrap them in burlap and you know, the soils contain that way. That's quite a unique, you know, tree to be able to find a little like perfect pot and haul some dirt up there. And like, especially in Florida, that's, it's actually fairly like difficult to find a tree like that in florida so uh no that is actually a really cool gorilla style like grow now do you remember like the strain of the plant or was it just like some random bag seed that you just like had
2: yeah it was some random bag seed i had i had uh looked up a youtube video on how to germinate it um you know <laughs> tried germinated about five of them only one of them popped planted it and it started growing a couple months it just kept hauling water up there it was actually it had a haul a lot of water up there It was super hot in florida you know and uh yeah the weed actually wasn't very good i don't know if you've ever tried growing outdoors in florida (laughs) it's very humid you know what i'm saying so the weed wasn't very good and i messed up the cure process on it a little bit my first time but yeah i was definitely just some random bag seeds i'm not sure what strain it was just you know probably some some brick weed that we had gotten back in the day (laughs)
1: hey man it happens i've uh helped on farms outdoors in florida and it is a nightmare if you don't have like a greenhouse or some sort of system or you don't have like a really nice clear crop that isn't humid it's just it's rough regardless the sun is insane so yeah i know props to you for even getting bud and like getting something on your first growing a tree let alone so that is uh that is impressive and that's always a fun story now um to go along with those have you grown any other strains that kind of marked, like put a stamp in your mind whether was like man this one was like a really cool euphoric experience or maybe this one like have you ever had some mutated leaves yet those are always fun to get i always love growing uh, mutations
2: yeah so uh recently i had that motor breath 15 i grew outside um i never topped the plant it grew into this big bush um and once it started flowering right when it started flowering all of the top colas had grown two colas out of it and so it was like, it was very, inter- it was weird as like, I, I have pictures of it. I think I might've posted some on my Instagram. If, you know, anybody wants to go check it out, but like they're just each top cola had just basically two bud sides popping out of it. And each had just like basically two little colas coming out of the top, you know, off of a massive stock. So and that was really cool. It's probably one of the coolest mutations I've seen. I wanted to try to reveg that plant and then take some cuts of it and, you know, regrow it and see if that mutation, you know, continued on, you know, if I had mothered out a plant but I didn't get the chance to re it. I didn't have my indoor setup, uh, done, uh, in time. So I, I just moved into this house, that happens, so I, man, you know, the outdoor was easy to set up. It happens. I've been
1: there, done that, taken down tents where you're breeding and you're switching over things. You're like, shit, I can't keep this one. And you're like, you really want to keep it, but you can't. Yeah. So now what other like star studded plants have you had that were your breeders that you really have enjoyed breeding? And what's kind of the technique and process you like to go through with your pollen techniques? Are you an open, uh, do you like to open pollinate? Or are you someone who brushes on pollen and close quarters? Like what's your kind of process? Break that down. Cause I, I swear to God, I get about 10,000 uh, questions on breeder processes. So I always like to hear
2: other okay. people's processes. Um... So yeah, with uh, breeding, I've done one open pollination one time in a tent. Didn't have the best success. I think only one plant really produced a good amount of seeds. Um, I don't know if that was necessarily a genetics thing or if it was just, you know, I didn't get good spread with the plant. Uh, What I've had the best technique with is actually I watched your video on taking it and putting it in the bathtub and sitting there and picking the pollen sacks off. (laughs) It takes a long time, bro. It does, but it's worth it. You know, you take it off, you collect them. You can save it for later. You know, you have it stored. Um, And then recently what I'm trying to do is uh, I just got picked up some of that colloidal silver spray. And I'm actually going to try and doing some reversed, uh, like basically female seeds is what my goal is hell yeah
1: s1s get yourself and so i'm gonna do seeds. i'm gonna that do an open
2: yeah i'm gonna do an open pollination with that i'm just gonna put two in a, in a tent together and then seed one of them and then let it pollinate the other so
1: that's awesome so you'll actually so the the seeds you get for the the plant that you spray with colloidal silver will be actually like their own generation versus the cross-pollinated s1 so that's like right that'll be a fun that'll be a very fun variation to see you'll you'll see some probably about five to six phenotypes just between the two of them. So like as far as like two or three from this one, two or three from that one, you know, so it'll be a fun kind of run to see. Which plan are you going to end up doing that with?
2: So we're going to do that with that uh, Shamora's Dragon Breath. Um, And because I want to see if we can get, like you said, some more like phenotypes out of it and see if we can find something a little bit better, even though that cut is obviously amazing. I want to see what else we can get out of it, you know? and a
1: lot of people are asking And that starts for the back crossing process
2: yeah a lot and of people are asking for you so it starts uh, to figured might as well collect you know regulars and females if i can you know do that so
1: yeah and you'll start the feminized process you can start the back crossing process for that and hey if you did want to play around with autos that's where you can take a back cross lineage and like throw it into an auto lineage and start playing with that that takes a that is a hefty headache if you're willing to go down that venture. Auto flowers and fast versions are a whole other ball game on the genetics pool. They're quite a unique thing to scale out. But if you do want to go at that, highly, highly recommend a very stable, true like Russian ruderalis or like a Canadian ruderalis. Those are good to work with. Right? But, do, you, um, uh, you, do you recommend? That,
2: do you recommend anybody? Uh... To go watch and kind of maybe learn more on breeding autoflowers because that's something i'm actually trying to research right now um now that i'm growing
1: autoflowers so, i was
2: thinking maybe i could cross maybe some of my strains with some faster strains you know
1: essentially breeding autoflowers is in the sense it's kind of the same as your normal breeding. you know you, you got to find your parent plants but the thing with autoflowers is what sells to the market are honed in feminized like true autos. Like they are already honed in. You're not gonna be able to mother them. They're not gonna be good mother plants. What you do is you have to find a oralis that hasn't been honed in yet, but one that showcases like like you would want one from like chabarkle um Russia where it's like fucking 18 hours of light or some stupid thing where it's like super like immense amount of hours of light. Or vice versa, where like there's certain ones in Alaska and Canada where they get ridiculous amounts of light. Now these autoflowers grow really crappy and have generally really crappy bud, but the reason you use those base autoflowers is because they they have the photoperiod light cycle, they can mother out. There's fathers to you know, the pollen um but you want to find the mothers specifically with autoflower breeding you usually want to find a mother that produces the trait that shows the fastest time for flowering on their own meaning whether it's producing pistils that produce the female hor- hormone ethylene as soon as you find your mother or the pheno that really does that that's where you'd want to back cross that ruralis into itself you know so you would spray it with colloidal silver you'd s want it and i would do, i would say save the second and third runners up because you'd want to uh when you- spray the colloidal silver and you're going to back cross that one spread the pollen from her across the others and that way you can kind of hone them in a little faster and then whichever one ends up as your fastest lineage that's the one that you would want to start putting into the genetic pool of your your photo period but that's where it's like when you do when you're crossing Ruderalis into like a, a light period photo you know sensitive plant and you're trying to make it autoflower it takes a lot of back crossing with the autoflower but then it takes a lot of balancing out because you have to you can only back cross so many times before the terpenes and taste of the autoflower come through over your actual photoperiod strain so that's where once that happens you have to balance out those traits and make sure that you're you know the genetic boxes are equal and balanced so that's making an autoflower realistically is about a 10-year process if you're oh, actually going to start from the, the start of it to hone in a true auto flower that really is um something that is you no matter what if it's even if it's planted in darkness that shit is going to grow like and it's not going to hermaphrodite it's about a five to ten year process i would say for really quality ones
2: okay well good information i might want to start now because i'm younger and have 10 years to uh to do that so you know what i'm saying (laughs) Uh, sometimes you
1: might get it in two to five you know sometimes you might get lucky and your back crosses really take off and those flavors come through and you have a really stable line and that's how like kind of those phenos of like killer or you know just g13 and things like that have come about where it's like they're just they're very badass strains that didn't take much to breed necessarily um but they were like two to five year projects and that could happen with yours as well if you get the the phenotypes but since you're working with kind of like a lineage like a dj short blueberry eh, you might have a five to ten year process there because when you start breeding and back crossing those traits those father and parent lineages really pull those terpenes out. And sometimes it's so wild what breeding plants can do because sometimes I've had, so I have an Alaskan land race that I like to, uh, I post pictures of, but she's one of my mothers and I have a, a father pollen I use, but there's one of the mothers I, when I crossed, um, her pollen with uh, several strains, across the board, it was like fairly equal. And then I got this one that was just super lemon sour. And I don't even know where the, the hell the lemon came from. Like I, I you don't taste lemon in any other one. You don't smell lemon, but it came out and I was like, man, that's wild. So messing with autoflower breeding, man. The first time I ever tried that, all my phenos, I, had, I, think I, I think I ended up with 14 different phenos from the first 25 plants I ran. And then I was like, Whoa, okay, I'm not doing autos right now. This is gonna be a little too much. I mean, I want to focus on my fems." <laughs> so you got to have a lot of space, you got to have a lot of time, a lot of patience. Um, if you have a chance to, to run like maybe 10 indoor with a male and you can open pollinate those 10 phenos, your your pheno hunt through an auto flower, uh, like a ruderalis hunt will go much faster. Anything less than 10 is going to take you upwards of five years.
0: Hey there home growers, I'm Parker Curtis and I have great news for you. You can grab four free blueberry autos right now at Homegrown Cannabis Co. All you have to do is add code BLUE420 when you check out and you'll get a free pack of amazing seeds worth $78. This is one of our best selling strains and it's perfect for beginners and advanced growers, especially for those looking for a quick, easy harvest. As far as her numbers go, you're looking at a THC level of 20% from an indica dominant plant. 16 ounces per square meter of yield, eight to 10 weeks in flower, and juicy flavors that will blow your mind. Remember to use code blue four twenty. And when you've grown these out and get to experience the sweet taste of blueberries, make sure to reach out on Instagram and tell me what you think. See you in the garden.
2: Okay, okay. well, I'm about to put up uh, five more tents in my house, so I think we're good on space. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. Awesome.
1: So what? I mean, what what kind of traits are you looking to go for if you're going to breed? Because Honestly, the reason I wanted to have you onto the show is because you are more of a, in a sense, novice to a lot of this stuff. I remember reading your message. You are kind of getting into all this, and and you're not necessarily uh, new. Uh, You've definitely been growing a lot longer than most people. So what traits are you kind of reading for? What things do you like to look out for? What's your favorite leaf shapes kind of thing?
2: Yeah, so um, I like big buds (laughs) um no but for (laughs) the most part i like gassy and like really terpy like gassy stuff you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what i'm looking for along the smells and taste side um that's like just my preference because a lot of this is i'm growing for my own personal stuff you know i'm not selling it i'm not i'm just kind of giving it away to some people sometimes but for the most part me and my girlfriend are basically smoking it so i like that gassy stuff and sometimes i like some super sweet stuff um, I try to stay away from anything that's kind of piney. I'm not the biggest fan of piney uh, type stuff. <laughs> I know. <My> heart. <laughs> I know. When I was younger, that was my favorite thing, man. I loved that piney, that tarry stuff, you know. But nowadays, I'm really yeah. into that gassy, super smelly, uh, like almost that motor okay. breath, that super like. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't experienced grandpa's breath. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I haven't experienced those like dog shit terps or whatever everybody talks about. But uh, (laughs) I'm hoping one day I get the chance to at least try it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, It's
1: rough, dude. Sometimes, bro, those name strain names really are true to the strain names, and it's rough just cultivating or smoking them because, like, I my buddies brought over grandpa's breath a couple times. I don't know if you've ever smoked the true grandpa's breath. But God damn, dude, sometimes he opens that container. I'm like, bro, that smells so bad. I don't want to smoke it. Like, get that shit away from me, dude. Like, I, I don't yeah. even want to, it smells so fucking bad. But like, then you get the ones that are like, he grew this one grandpa's breath that was mixed with a cherry OG or something like that it was something cherry, but it smelled wonderful. And I was like, yeah, you yeah, know, fucking smoke the shit out of that. Like, yeah, I love that. So I'm a sucker, man. When it comes to homegrown strains, most of the time I, I find myself, I'm a sucker for blueberry. I literally will grow blueberry anything. Most of my crosses are going to be blueberry or
2: I've, uh, noticed. I've, that. I've
1: hinted at, huh? What's up?
2: I said, I've noticed that watching your, uh, your Instagram and your YouTube. It's a lot of blueberry stuff. You know, you definitely yes. like that blueberry
1: it's. It's my childhood, man. I grew up on DJ shorts, blueberry, and I love it. And it's a, it's a wonderful strain. Honestly, it's great to cross because it promotes the anthocyanins. It promotes a lot of the things that I like medically, uh, but the flavor profiles, the gas can still come through. The berries can still come through. Um, I think my favorite one I'm working on, which I haven't really hinted at, so people will get a special hint on this episode. I'm doing a freak show blueberry cross. So that'll be a, a fun one to do.
2: Dude, I'm actually in the process of looking for freak show seeds and um some uh I want some duckfoot as well. Those are some things that I really want to play oh. around with. Um some duckfoot Yeah,
1: duckfoot's duck so. fun. I have Australia bastard cannabis, but I don't I don't have duck foot <laughs> yet. And I can get I can help you with the freak show stuff
2: okay yeah let me know where i can get some of that and i'll uh, i'm definitely looking for something but i want to experiment with that a little bit i've been seeing a lot of other breeders play around with it so it looks very interesting to me
1: and we just got just so you're aware because i i didn't realize we had just got it at home ground I'm about shit myself uh looking at the new strains i think it was like last week or something uh we got alaskan thunderfuck finally and maui wowie so i'm like really hyped on that so if you've never worked with those Those ones are kind of like, I would say and Thunderfuck to me is kind of like a unique Freak Show-esque plant because the leaf edging on Thunderfuck and the colors on it is wild. So if you've never worked on that one, I would say uh, of all the strains available right now that I could recommend just across the board off the top of my head for all the companies I know, oh man, it would probably be like a... A Gary Payton, yeah, we just got that too. I would say a Gary Payton if you haven't smoked that. That has been one of my favorites of all time this year, hands down. Some of the best weed I've ever had, and it was the first time I ever had it was in Colorado. So I don't know if you've ever had Gary Payton, but that's no, I a solid one. Too.
2: I'll go. P- I'll go pick up some of those seeds right after this podcast. I definitely am interested in that Maui Wowie <laughs> too because that's uh, one of the original crosses that my grandpa used in that uh cross that I used for that Shamora's Dragon's Breath. So if I can get you know, something similar to like, you know, the original, what he was using for that, you know, and like kind of play around with that'd that. Be that'd great be great to awesome. back cross, you know, man. Exactly you could have very
1: clear in. Terps.
2: Yeah. So that'd be cool to get some yes. of those. I'm definitely going to order some of those after this podcast.
1: Wow. What's the chances? I didn't think Mally was in those genetics. That's awesome. Your yeah, grandpa so, has yeah. a very good, very good taste.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, man. I'll definitely, uh, once we get some seeds out too, I'll definitely hook you up with some
1: send you some on your way. For sure. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up after this episode. And as we're coming to a close, because we are hitting the 33 to 34 minute mark here, I always like to ask a few questions to finish off the podcast. And I'm sure you know what questions are coming up. But to start off, we're going to have a fun one. So now, what has been the absolute biggest stoner moment of your entire career smoking or growing? And I say career like we're we're like we have like portfolios and things like that. Have you ever had a police scare or a funny Florida story? Cause listen, I grew up in Florida. Uh, I lived there for 15 years. Miami, Jacksonville. There are some Florida ass people. We all know it. Whether you're sitting in a car taking swats from a jeep, or you're running from cops behind a Target because of crackheads, let me hear some stories. <laughs>
2: okay, I mean, dude, Florida. I can't even really get into a whole lot of what happened down there. Um, but I will say, I will say that one time I got pulled over by this cop. His name was uh, Officer Wookie. He was about 50 something years old at the time. And uh, he pulled me over, and I had about a half pound of weed in my backpack, me and my brother. And uh, he was like, what are you doing with this? And I was like, to be completely honest with you, sir, I'm selling it to pay bills because my mom is sick and in the hospital. And he was like, okay and took it to his car and then came back 30 minutes later and handed me half the bag back and kept the other half and drove off <laughs> that was probably one of the best shout out to I've...
1: officer Wookie who yeah, just was... lost his pension I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking i'm
2: joking i'm joking i'm joking nah, that's fucking awesome he since been retired but yeah he's i mean i don't even know okay, if he's okay. still alive that was a long time ago but i mean that was a good experience and then uh Uh, With that same cop, actually, a few years later, I was about 14 years old, uh, leaving a bowling alley with about 14 kids in Florida. And at the time, I don't know if it still is uh, or where you're at. Um, but if you're walking down the street where I was living with a group of four or more people, it was illegal and considered gang activity. And so we're walking down the street about two in the morning with 14 people and officer Wookiee pulls up on us and be completely honest with you. We were all high and drunk smoking, you know, having a good time. It's really young, just kind of partying. And, uh, I'm sitting there running my mouth all like, you know, oh, I could beat a cop's butt, this, that, or the other. And he was like, you want to do it? And literally took his belt and his badge off and put it on the hood of his car. I got one swing in and he just put me on the ground, hit me twice. And he's like, are you done? And I'm like, yes, sir. Got up and looked like a fool in front of all of my friends. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like...
1: (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. That's that. That's that marijuana and drunk. Uh, like you're like I got this. I'm. I, I can do. I. I did not. Nope. Did yeah. not think that through. <laughs>
2: exactly. It was, Dude, that, that cop was awesome. He was probably one of the best cops in the neighborhood. To be honest with you.
1: Just gave hands to a minor. He's like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> this kid. I'll take this badge off. Put this camera down. Come here, motherfuckers. Badge cams
2: weren't even a thing back then. You know what I'm saying? This was, I'm 26 <laughs> years old now. So I was 14 at the time. You know, this is a long time ago. Okay.
1: So you're a year younger than me. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel old now. How's it feeling <laughs> old? <laughs> yeah, a little bit oh. younger than you,
2: man. But, you know, you remind me a lot of myself. I, li- I like, uh, I was, uh, Really interested in actually asking you about some of your tattoo work. I heard that you're you're an artist. Uh, is yeah. there like a if you
1: have a page or something
2: I yeah. could look that up and follow you on? I want to check that out.
1: I do. So for every listener and viewer, because that's actually this I get asked this quite often because I don't really promote it all that much. So I, I am a tattoo artist. I have a tattoo page, DJ LaRose. So D J L A R O S E. If you do want to check out my tattoos, you can go there or you can check out LaRose, Inc it's the only time i promise homegrown i'm not promoting my other shit he asked he opened up the door (laughs) the the people need to know no so i actually had a cannabis and art podcast where i kind of talked about it so that's my that's my doing for talking about so you can check it out there um i'm locally in colorado so if you guys are out in colorado and you want to get tattooed by chronic you can potentially get tattooed by chronic so there you go. Watch. I'm going to get like 2,000 fucking messages now. I'm going right. to be like, regret, regret, regret. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, man, as
2: long as it's good money, you know what I'm saying? And you're having fun doing it. But I did hear that you were talking about wanting to. Oh, uh, my back eat. is
1: broke. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> back. <laughs> Listen, they don't say crispy lines for broken spines for nothing, okay? <laughs> right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Oh, Lord. No, I have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm working on a whole leg sleeve on myself. I've done my fiance's tattoo. So if you ever see Mary Jane in a video, all of her work is done by me. Uh, okay. My little butterfly on my hand is done by me. I know I have I have some girly tattoos. I got a rose and a butterfly and got my last name. I got weed on me. I actually do go. have some weed. All right, Matt. I'm going to move the video so I don't give people nausea. I have cannabis. I rarely show my tattoos, but I have cannabis with my dog.
2: That's pretty sick, man. Thanks.
1: That's my goal—is so, getting yeah, some sleeves. I'm next. not gonna show my legs. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get some sleeves.
2: Yeah, I only have two tattoos right now, and one of them is really small, and the other one's just Pensacola, Florida, on my arm. So, you know. Okay. Well, paid, paid thirty dollars and Adam, had we'll, it done uh, in we'll thirty slap minutes. slap
1: some cool shit. <laughs> awesome. hey that sounds like a florida tattoo. i'd see i apprenticed in miami bro we used to do tattoos for like 20 bucks Yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah
2: exactly we were sitting there smoking a blunt and was just like here smoke this you'll get a little numbed up bro and we'll just hit it and i'm like all right let's do it 30 yep. bucks here you go Yep. 30 minutes later i was Literally 17 florida 30 minutes later i went home and uh walked up walked up to my dad and i was like i know you're not gonna like it but i got a tattoo and so deal with it and he about slapped me in the face <laughs> uh,
1: he's like deal with this mother <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, no, that... like, yeah, it was bad i got i got in trouble for that one but i totally understand man i worked in one of the i worked literally in dade county at uh like i was an apprentice at incaholic uh doing like piercing and helping and stuff like that um for a while and yeah, saw some wild stuff. That's totally for another episode. If the if if you guys want to hear me blab with ruckus on another episode about some wild Florida shit, I will happily bring up some absolutely insane Florida stories. Whether it's cannabis tattooing or krakens, like oh, I all can do So I yes, I will. So yes, that will be a hundred percent. But I'll uh, I'll definitely if you if you don't find my Instagram or anything, I'll shoot you all the links after this episode. All that. And for those listening, now you know where to find my fucking tattoos. You've been asking for the last thirty episodes, and someone finally asked me on this podcast, so I had to tell. (laughs) I can unload it. All right, now now back to my fun question. Okay. And this is this this is the good this is the good juicy shit. Of all your life, what is the one piece of advice you have for these viewers and listeners?
2: Oh Lord, man. I wasn't ready for that. that's loaded. I know. Uh, you one. know, I listen to you ask that question all the time and it doesn't feel as loaded until it's asked to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. I mean, honestly, bro, just get up and do it. I, hear, I I see a lot of people talking about how like they just, they want to do it. They want to try that. Dude, if you have an iPhone and you want to do, you want to make videos or you just want to grow, I mean, $200, you can get a light and you can get a small tent and some soil and seeds for 200 bucks, you know, hit up Amazon, you know, just get a basic setup and start doing it, you know, just do it. Don't hesitate on it. Just get out there and, you know, make it happen especially with the content. If you have an iPhone, like you know what I'm saying? You have an iPhone, you can film anything and you can edit yes. on that thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm editing on my iPhone right now. I'm filming on my iPhone. So um, just, you know, be prepared for some of the struggles that will come along the way, but it's totally worth it in the end, especially when you get something accomplished. You'd see, you're going to be, you're going to be stoked, you know, and you put something out and people actually respond to it and they're like yo i like this good job you know that's an amazing plant or that's some amazing
1: artwork or whatever you may be doing you can do content for anything
2: nowadays so
1: Yep. i love it i love that and you're absolutely right just do it like a, like shia labeouf has screamed before or shia labeouf however you say his name nah, the the just do it no but for real it just do it is a very good piece of advice you really do need to get out there it's There is no one else in this world that will hold you back more than your own self. And, you know, you can make excuses all day long. But believe me when I say I was told to my face by, I think, three major tattoo artists that I would never tattoo. I was told to my face by at least uh, 50 to 60 shitty tattoo artists that I don't care about (laughs) that I would never tattoo and I still did it. I still went, I got my tattoo apprenticeship. I still tattoo this day. I'm still respected by some really amazing tattoo artists out there. Um, and I've learned under some really amazing tattoo artists. And with that, again, uh, I like, I never, and you should never look at things in life. Like he's saying, uh, he didn't you didn't mention money but you your message was like you know, do it for yourself do it for like uh you know you get out there and embolden yourself kind of thing and and that's the main thing is like don't do it necessarily for money you are gonna have your rough times but if you have a passion for something you're gonna blossom man just do it just go out there wholeheartedly go after it when i started this uh, whole podcasting the original segment was called the weekly wednesday IGTV podcast and my fiance ended up naming that because it was the first segment I put out on Instagram like three years ago. And it's turned into this whole podcast thing. Now I can have cool random guests who are, uh, people who just pick up phones and hit me up and ask me to come on the podcast. Cause that, if you guys are wondering how ruckus got on the podcast, we just, I saw his message on Instagram. He had a really pretty grow. And I was like, Hey man, do you want to come on the podcast? I see you make shit. So if you want to come onto the podcast, send me a message on Instagram <laughs> and if you have something to talk about and grows and stories and something will make it happen. I'm not inviting everybody onto the podcast. You do need to have some stories or something to talk about, but you know, <laughs> right. uh, just do it. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing too. Just
2: do it. Hit up your favorite creators. If you're out there creating, you know, even if you don't respond, you know, message them a few times, see what happens. You never know who's going to message yeah. you back. I, I, I hit up, uh, the, uh, basement auto flowers i've talked to scotty i've talked to uh, mm-hmm. you know i've talked to all of them you know just hitting them up messaging them and they actually respond some of these guys actually sit back and respond you may not think they will because they have hundreds yep. of thousands followers or whatever but these guys actually care and they will work with you sometimes if you you know have some creative ideas or whatever you know what i'm saying so just put your stuff out there and be, be don't be don't be afraid to hear no or not get a response
1: yep Just put yourself out there, gang. Just do it. Don't be afraid. Have some confidence. It takes a lot to put yourself out there. It for sure does. It's not easy to do this stuff. If you go watch my original videos, I was stutter chaos in my original podcast. I had so much stuttering and all sorts of stuff. I've gotten better over the years. It takes practice. It comes with time. Your flow will come after you guys start doing stuff. But I whole wholeheartedly urge everyone to just do it with everything in life. When it comes to positive things, especially with growing cannabis, I think everybody should be growing cannabis. I think that is is the easiest thing to get into it, especially autoflowers. I mean, hell, you're looking look at him. He's got an autoflower that's so cute and and little chunky little thing behind them. Look at that thing. It's so adorable. I love those little auto flowers. I have a whole micro auto flower series. Look at that thing. It's perfect. See, that's like, if you imagine you just chilling at home. You're you're, you've never grown cannabis. You're a male or female, or you're, you're, you're old. You're young. You're fucking back is fucked up like mine. Maybe you're in a wheelchair, whatever it is. You're like, man, I'm bored as shit. I'm at home. I have nothing more to do grow a plant like that grow a little thing just do it it's awesome it'll help the soul it'll heal the soul and now the final question the final thing i always ask everyone aside from the 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 piece of advice what is one piece of advice you would give to yourself if you go could go back to your 18 year old self and be like hey dumbass don't do this because i would tell myself hey dumbass don't don't travel with pounds of lead on a motorcycle (laughs) <laughs> so so that is that is what i would tell my 18 year old self uh, i don't know about you but that was uh that was my biggest oh shit moment it was on a bike with uh several pounds of weed in my backpack
2: yeah um i mean i guess two things would be just uh i would probably tell myself watch who i was hanging out with i had some pretty bad influences on my life back in the day um caused me to do some pretty messed up things i'll admit that i obviously had the choice to do it um but because of their influence and peer pressure you know it was a lot easier to do said things um and the other thing i'd probably tell myself is um i don't know right around when i was 18 my driver's license got suspended right and i thought i thought at the age and time i didn't really i mean i was still trying to go to school and work a job and i was homeless so i was like well screw it the license isn't really needed right now um, and now today, I'm sitting here paying fifteen thousand dollars off in fines and facing, you know, possible jail time because I, you know, kept getting pulled over driving. So probably tell tell myself or mm. really anybody that's in that kind of situation, just pay your fines and, um, you know, get on top of it. Don't put yourself in a in a hole where you're going to be, you know, really stressing out later. Um, you know, and just be do do good things and be good to people. Really, <laughs> like I did. I did. You know, I was no. I was kind of a messed up little kid. You know, what I'm saying so. <laughs> but Being hey, homeless man, and stuff really I, I helped that. me grow out of it. So
1: and that'll make you either build your character or, or unfortunately, destroy your character. Obviously, um, being homeless is no feat in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, I uh, lots of we could we could talk about that for hours, but yeah. um, I think it's amazing that you're here. And yeah, no, that's that's pretty shit. My my uncle had done the same thing with his license and i've had several friends do the same thing with their license and yes you're not wrong man 20 some thousand 30 some thousand dollars in fines later dude they're sitting there like fuck i might have to spend a month in jail and i'm like oh damn really they're gonna get you and one of them ended up spending uh, almost a year i think it was like 10 months so i don't wish that for you i wish the best of luck for you um but no nah, man i all your advice is pretty solid advice because like to be real that's you know most the young listeners They need some good role models in this day and age. Because I swear to God, the music is not doing it. But uh, no, (laughs) that's that's good advice, and I I think I think it's great. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. Like it it has actually been a really fun, relaxing stoner conversation of just chitting, uh, shooting the shit with somebody who has grown cannabis for a long ass time. Actually,
2: yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on. I really do. Uh, You know, like I said, I just hit you up, so I didn't really expect you to actually say yes or even hit me back up. But here we are, and It was amazing you know i thought i think think we had a good time hopefully you know the viewers agree and you know that's awesome man i appreciate it
1: if they don't agree oh well they they can go watch other episodes i'm joking i'm joking viewers i love you and i hope you guys had a fun time i actually i think they honestly most of the times anyone brings up crazy wild stories uh especially regarding cops it's it's always a good time i get i get so many dms like yo that story was great yo that shit was wild florida is crazy i need to go to florida like no don't i mean go to florida but <laughs> you know what to expect
2: don't, um, move, don't move there you <laughs> might want to go so, visit but don't move there you know what i'm saying like
1: that, don't, it, don't move don't move there trust me it, it's hot swamp ass crackheads and crocodiles dude, that that so is bad. i like to tell people it is a ghetto australia okay so that is essentially if you've never, if you don't want to die from the things in Australia, chances are you're going to die from a ghetto version of it in Florida. So yeah, that's a good way to put it. I'm going to just- use
2: that in the future, bro. Ghetto Australia. That's awesome. My brother still loves down there. So I'm going to message him after this and be like, hey, bro, you're in the ghetto Australia, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's so awesome. good.
1: Hey, and any Floridian friends of mine, I could say that I lived there for over 15 years. I've lived in the heart of Miami and Vero and Crackhead Central, Jacksonville. Uh, but for real, it is a Florida is a fun place, but it is wild. So I think everyone's gonna enjoy the Florida stories. I think everyone's gonna enjoy hearing just a. It's a it's an honest type of podcast where people think very 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 frequently. People think people like you and I have these lavish lifestyles where there's cameras. Bro, I got, I'm, I'm in my living room with my dog and I do my TV. There's a webcam. I got two monitors that I'm the one man show that I have an editor behind the scenes that helps make all this possible because I'm doing all this stuff. But people generally think that we're like these lavish, large, unbelievable figures you can't talk about. And Kyle actually said it best on one of the podcasts I had on, had him on where it took him 15 years to feel like Kyle Cushman. And I'll tell you what, just... Having the podcast kind of grow and I do get, I get a shitload of messages about this podcast all the time. It makes me smile ear to ear and I'm always messaging back people, you know, trying to make sure I'm like staying on top of it. But bro, it it's a weird feeling. Like I'm a normal ass dude. I just smoke weed. I like having stoner conversations with people. I like sitting in, in my living room on on talk, blabbing on a podcast. And so I always have to remind the listeners and viewers like, Hey, we're normal people. And I think when people see these episodes, man, I get immense amount of reactions. So I hope people go blow your channel up. Um, I hope people go follow you guys. His YouTube is growing. It is a, a newer channel. Let's go help him grow his channel. Let's get him to like 100, 150, 200 subscribers or more and just like help him get into the algorithm because he is growing some cool homegrown cannabis grow plants as well as like i said like he talked about that strain he's growing is actually really really unique and very beautiful um it's one of the reasons why i wanted him on the podcast i wanted to showcase your channel your reading skills and i did not know you've been growing since 12 so that was a happy turn of events to find out that was yeah. pretty cool i'm totally gonna clickbait that on the title just so you
2: know. <laughs> awesome. go for it, dude. Go for it. Admit uh,
1: it you know so yes, yeah, so um, without further ado, everyone, definitely check out Community if you want to sign up to a forum and ask me any questions for this podcast or ask my my guest future future questions um, for when they come back on, because generally I have all of my guests back on the podcast. And uh, the only thing left for you guys to do is figure out where you can find all of them. I know I mentioned him earlier, Ruckus Square 420 on Instagram, but go ahead, man. Tell them where they can find all your stuff. If you have like a link tree or anything like
2: that. Yeah, it's exactly what I was gonna say. You can go check me out, Ruckus Grow 420 on Instagram. I have a link tree in my bio. It'll take you to my YouTube, my Facebook groups, my Facebook page, um, as well as whatever deals and giveaways we have going at the time. So you can go check that out. Um and then as far as the YouTube goes, uh again, just Ruckus Grow 420. Um i have been having some slight censorship issues through youtube though two of my videos have been removed (laughs) and uh so the last two videos i uploaded have been removed and then this is actually my second channel the first one before that was removed which is actually where i was featuring on my breeding projects um now i'm doing more of an Mm. educational stuff to try to maybe keep them away from um trying to remove my content or remove my page so yeah so that's kind of what's going on right there i have a
1: video going up this week if you guys want to check that out so um, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Most definitely will that, most definitely will be checking that out. I'll be sharing it on my uh, YouTube. Uh, I know all about censorship. I think I think everybody listening to the podcast has heard me rant and blab about censorship for like easily the last twenty to thirty episodes. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, my Instagram is F- YouTube for taking yeah. down his stuff. <laughs> my, my
2: Instagram has been removed probably twenty times since I've started it, and I've had to each time appeal it and get it back. I mean, almost every time that I post almost anything and like actually mention a name of like what breeder it's from or anything like that, it gets instantly <laughs> removed. You know, so it is what it is. You know, if you guys are going to get into the whole content stuff, you're going to deal with a little bit of that, but just keep going at it and yeah. fight for it. So.
1: Just do it,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, just do it. I'm gonna get a shirt. I'm gonna go get one of those All just right, do it so- shirts. All right, so
1: dude right i like with the little thumbs up and check mark and all that <laughs> okay okay all right uh without further ado i know you do have a code with homegrown to get some baller seeds so if people want to check out your insta or your instagram then click your link tree you guys can save some scrilla on some uh homegrown seeds now i know we always post deals so parker's gonna take it away here at the end with a deal or a uh, promo where he already took away at the middle there when i was lost blabbing about cannabis with you. Uh, But yeah, if you guys want to check out uh, his, if you want to support him and what he's doing, his channel um, and and a content creator repping homegrown cannabis co pretty strongly, and that has been a big honestly big supporter of homegrown cannabis co with a, along with several other people that i will be having on so these were some of my surprise guests that i mentioned in the last few episodes everyone so thanks for all the support i'm gonna have some more surprise guests on like this and if you want to come on to the podcast yourself you actually can come on to the podcast if you something interesting to talk to you hit up the cannabis chronicles on instagram or youtube as well as you can hit up nate hammer 420 nate hammer for tw- nate nate hammer 420 i think i'm butchering that nate put your shit on the screen please uh no i'm totally butchering it but nate uh you can hit up nate he is awesome he's helping me find some guests and get some interesting guests along with people messaging me because sometimes people can't find my account because this shit gets taken down as we talked about censorship so Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Ruckus, for coming on and seriously blabbing for 56 minutes now and giving some cool advice. Just do it is always wonderful. I'm gonna have everyone check out your stuff. We'll post it all there. Big round of applause, everybody. Without further ado, this has been another great episode of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Much love, happy growing, and peace.
0: Thanks, Chronic, for another amazing podcast and thank you, Homegrowers, for listening. Remember to like, follow, and give the podcast a five-star rating. Remember to use code BLUE420 over at homegrowncannabiscode.com to pick up your free blueberry auto seeds with anything you buy. Happy growing and see you in the garden.